Hey, how's it going, everybody? This is uh, another episode of About Crypto. We got a very special guest on today. We got Scott Melker. How's it going, man? Good, man. Uh, you know, living the dream. <laughs> oh, yeah. In uh, Corona land, right? <laughs> it seems to be uh, rapidly increasing around here, for sure. They're saying that Florida is the next uh, epicenter. Seems that way, if, if you believe the numbers, which I, I happen to be one of those rare people who actually does. <laughs> so, so yeah i think it's getting uh, a lot worse around here yeah i'm in the same boat and i'm in new york so it's well, the protests and everything kind of in the same boat as you right now so. yeah for sure <laughs> um so just to start out how'd you get into crypto uh kind of the same way that i think a lot of people did which was i uh, just i was already trading and you know you started hearing you this mythical land of 10x's and 100x's <laughs> and like crazy volume and, and liquidity and all these ridiculous pumps and so i definitely came for the money as a trader and then sort of stayed for the for the uh, the tech and the maximalism to some degree you know what i mean i reverse engineered it and back back backed my way into uh sort of believing in it um but i definitely came in you know just as an opportunity uh you know late 2016 early 2017 so i guess i timed it well in that regard totally late versus the people who were in like 2010, 2012. But, um, you know, I definitely caught enough of it that I was pretty, pretty pleased. That's really it. I mean, you know, I just really came in as a trader. Yeah, that's, that's cool, man. You were also like a big DJ too, right? Yeah, I DJed for about 20 years. You know, I always had like a million side hustles and little companies I started and there was always trading and stuff, but music producing and uh, DJing were the core of definitely what I did. And it was a struggle, I guess, from like 2000 to 2006. And then I sort of like things picked up from there and I, I, I kept pretty after it till about 2015 when I sort of slowed it down. But it was amazing, man. I wouldn't uh, trade one minute of it for sure. Yeah, that's super cool, man. So what are some tips you have for people just starting out trading? I think you definitely need to understand the market that you're trading. I think a lot of people come in with the sort of the get rich quick mentality and end up just getting absolutely rinsed, you know. Um, you know, it's just a statistical fact that most people who try to trade are going to lose all of their money, you know, and, and they're going to do it fast. It's not even going to take long enough to, they're going to blink and their money's going to be gone. So, I mean, if I was saying how to get into the crypto market, I would say come in as an investor, you know, like take the money that you can afford to lose that's on the side, buy some Bitcoin, buy something you believe in and forget about it for a really, really long time, you know, because the further you zoom in, the shorter your time frame becomes, the more likely you are to make more trades, which is just a more opportunity to lose. You know, the more you trade, the more you lose. It's, it's just the way it is, you know, and even for, I think, pro traders, you know, you kind of, it's a wash for like, you know, 19 out of 20 trades. And then you have that one trade that goes crazy and you have the balls to hold it. And that's where you make all your money, you know, uh, or at least that's how I, I approach it. So I think your average like new person is just going to kind of have that FOMO, want to be in the market all the time. It never closes and they're just going to like spaz in and out of every position, every tweet they see, sell this, buy that, you know, not even accounting for fees and realizing that if they had just sat in one thing, they probably would have made more money, you know? So I really think it's about understanding, uh, 
you know, that you're not going to make a ton of money or hit the jackpot or lottery and that this Robin Hood bullshit that everybody's pulling is not going to last forever. You know, it's just not the way it is. It just doesn't, it's never been that way historically, you know, and almost the worst thing that can happen for like a new trader is to walk into a rally like that and think you're a genius, you know, like every one of these dudes on Robin Hood is like, this is the easiest thing ever. I'm, I'm the smartest trader alive. This is easy. You know what I mean? And you, that never lasts. So I would say move slow, you know, only the uh, classic, only, uh, you know, invest money you can afford to lose and really learn risk management and how to, how to manage a portfolio before you start trying to actively trade the market. Absolutely, man. Do you think we're going to see a lot of these Robin hood traders come over to crypto? Uh, no, I think they're going to be broke. Um, I think I think the stock market will take care of them before we ever get a chance to uh, abuse them over on our side. But um, it's sad, but true. And I don't like I don't want to see people lose money, but I can't imagine them. You know, the only reason they would come here is if things go badly there. And if things go badly there, they probably won't have the money to uh, trade here. You know, yeah, Um, absolutely. I don't know. I mean, I'd be hopeful that in general, we can attract more attention with time. I think that 2017 hurt this market a lot as far as like, you know, bringing in new people and new blood. I think that most people still have that sort of negative stigma of it, you know, the, the huge drop and the bubble bursting and so many people who got excited about it for like one month lost so much money and will probably never touch it again. So I think it's like a pretty hard uphill battle. I do think we'll get there. Also, I don't think like we need people to be trading it to be a successful market. You know, I think that uh, it does have the real use case with all this hyperinflation, infinite QE, all this garbage that we see happening with these governments. You know, I think that Bitcoin is, definitely becoming more of a like buy a little bit and hold it and uh hope you don't need it kind of scenario and so a lot of those people i think will come along and put their one two percent into it and and call it a day and not over trade the market but yeah i think these robin hood traders i mean the market doesn't just go up forever you know what i mean and it's not like they're using stop losses or understand risk management and I mean, we saw in 2017, almost everyone who was like a paper millionaire went down to having like 20 grand in their account, you know, just every day. It's like, I guess I could sell here, but it's going to bounce and go right back. Yeah. And it doesn't. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, man. Are there any exchanges that you would suggest trading on in crypto? I'm sure you've been through a bunch of them. Yeah. I mean, I've definitely been through all of them. Like I generally (laughs) think people should steer away from leverage, especially new traders. Um, I trade on Femex when I trade leverage, which um, honestly, man, I had such bad experiences with BitMEX through 2017 and early 2018. It really is just like an unregulated casino. They're just cheating their customers and stuff that I, I had very little trust in that whole side of the space. You don't need leverage to make money. So I just kind of like opted out of that whole side of trading. But uh, I was lucky enough, you know, I guess you get to like a certain level, whether it's just Twitter followers or whatever, where you can kind of like have upper level conversations with the teams and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, everybody, they start to approach you and I, you know, all the way up to the CEO, I got a great feeling for everyone there. I said, listen, I'll test you guys out. Like I'll try it. And they've been extremely receptive to feedback. I haven't heard much negativity, so I'll ride it as long as that remains the case. Um, for spot, I trade on Voyager. 
um, which is a, you know, no fee. Uh, they're a publicly traded company in Canada. Your, uh, your, your fiat is FDIC insured. It's like a real company. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like, real companies are great. Outside, crypto. <laughs> like, uh, the exchange doesn't go down when I want to trade on it, you know? And so, um, I've been really, really happy there. They have their challenges as well. Um, you know, like uh, they don't have the breadth of orders that I, like types that I would necessarily like. So for me, it's more of like swing trading and longer trades there. I wouldn't day trade on it. And they have a spread, you know, to accommodate for there being no fees, there's a bit of a spread. So it's a bit harder to fill like as a day trader, but uh, it's an amazing exchange. Super slick interface, really easy. It's just on your phone, you know. And uh, so those are the two that I generally focus on. I still trade uh, alts in all kinds of various places with VPNs and all the, you know, crypto garbage that we have to go through. But yeah, I, I try not to keep too much on those exchanges just in case. I mean, I'm pretty serious about my security. So um, either I'm like somewhere hiding it in DeFi, trying to earn interest, uh, hold a lot of stable coins. And then otherwise it's like, you know, hardware wallet hit yeah. with, yeah, my keys split in half in multiple safety deposit boxes and shit. I don't really play. <laughs> That's awesome, man. And I've been, ha well, I've been hacked, you know, and it's, yeah. it's terrible. So once you go through that, even though I didn't lose anything, you, you start to take it really, really, really seriously. Yeah. And what do you actually su suggest for that? Like as far as wallets are concerned? So, I mean, at the moment I still like, I have a couple ledgers, um, but there's a new one I'm really interested in that I actually just bought on like the Indiegogo that they're raising money now. It's called Engrave, N-G-R-A-V-E. And it's like, I mean, it's, it's badass. It looks amazing. So, uh, um, much more simplified. It's totally like cold. Like you never have to connect it to the internet. You don't need a USB cord. You'll be able to like go directly from exchange. Like if you're trading, you'll be able to move like with a few clicks of a button off exchange without plugging in and then go back when you want to sell right to the exchange. And uh, dude, it just looks like the future. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they, I think they, they like pitches that it's like the coldest wallet or something. Um, and uh, they were like, when they started their Indiegogo, I think the first hundred people, it was 200 bucks instead of 400 bucks or something. So I jumped on it really fast. So I'm, I'm uh pretty excited about that also they uh your private keys i think they they come in metal like in two uh plates that connect or, or like you overlay one like so it's a code that nobody with one plate can get your private keys unless you have both and know how to put them together like they were they've really thought of everything so yeah, that's awesome um, don't they have biometrics on it too I think so. Yeah. It's Steak. got like some kind of biometrics and like light sensitivity. I don't know. It's crazy. But, um, 007 like hardware wallet. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to go, if you're going to do it, do it all the way, you know, like, uh, so they definitely make it. So somebody would have to like have a gun to your head and get into all your shit to be able to steal your crypto, which by the way is totally possible, but, um, you know, make it at least as hard as, as possible for someone to steal your, steal your money. Yeah. Absolutely, man. So I guess we're going to wrap it up now. And I really appreciate you coming on. I'm just wondering where people can find you. I'm easy to find. I'm uh, <laughs> at Scott Melker on Twitter and everything else is linked to there. You know, if, uh, everything I do is basically uh, some sort of weird offshoot of my Twitter account. So you can definitely always find me there, man. Sweet. Thanks again, Scott.